what were your thoughts on Nick Cage and the unbearable um, weight of massive talent? Um, that was uh, one where it felt like it had a lot of people working on it. So <laughs> that would definitely help the, the film industry for sure. I fucking love that movie. I'm going <laughs> tomorrow to buy it um, on 4K or Blu-ray. I'm not sure if they did a 4K cut of this movie. But regardless, I just, I fucking love that movie. It was so good. I loved the relationship and the chemistry between Nick Cage and Pedro Pascal. Mm -hmm. I just thought the movie was so much fun. Yeah, it was predictable, but it was just, it, it didn't need to be anything groundbreaking in my opinion. I think what they did of taking the memeified internet persona of Nick Cage and going, well, let's just pretend that's really who Nick Cage is and have, like, see how far we can push it. And I loved when Nick Cage told the CIA, it's like, no, my thespian skills as an actor tell me that he couldn't possibly be the bad guy. And then he ends up being right. And it's just like, I should always trust my thespian instincts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I I felt like Nick really had fun with this movie. You, you could tell that he was yeah. having a good time. You could tell that he wanted to be there. Um, and yeah, it's just he should be celebrated. He should have a movie like this. He's been in so many movies that have really I don't want to say changed things, but definitely have have a soft spot in my heart. Um, National Treasure being definitely up there. Um, two really great movies, Face Off, Con Air, huge part of my childhood. I used to watch those with my grandma all the time. Um, and she kind of introduced me to those movies, uh, just because I, when I told her I had never seen them, she was like, what? And immediately turned them on. Um, and yeah, I just always, have, for the most part, had a good time with his movies. Um, though there's some weird ones like Mandy, of course, which they also reference in this movie as a joke because most people aren't <laughs> really keen on Mandy. Um, but yeah, besides Mandy, um, I really don't have too many and like Ghost Rider 2, just dumb ones like that. Um, yeah, I, I just, he's a, a, an all around great actor and most of everything he's in, I enjoy. Yeah, and even when there's so many movies that if he weren't in them, they would be straight trash, not even worth talking about. But no matter how bad the material is, he goes in and he gives a hundred percent. And a lot of times he elevates what he's in. He is a truly great actor and people love to shit on him and write him off because for every one great movie he does, he does seven mediocre ones. But how many movies have you starred in? The man <laughs> makes a great movie for every seven that he does it, you know? Yeah. And just the way, the self-awareness, I love meta movies. And having those two just talk about making a movie that they are currently making, and then it culminates with the movie directly transitioning from its own reality to making or transitioning from the movie we're watching to a fictionalized movie of this over the top fictionalized persona. It's just, it's so layered and meta and fun in all the right ways. And yeah, Nick fucking Cage, man. I love him. 
Nick Cage is back. Well, yeah. Not that he ever went anywhere. No. Uh, yeah, I'm really look forward to uh, all of his future work. I mean, even his voice acting work and Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, I'm looking forward to. I hope they bring him back for that. Um, I didn't watch Croods, but a lot of freaking people like Croods. Um, yeah. So I know he was great in that. So. And um, I'm really loving, you know, his indie work as of late. I, I like you, didn't really care for Mandy. And while he is a great actor in Pig, I feel like the only reason people are talking about Pig is because a lot of people are like you. They grew up with Face Off and Con Air. And they had no idea that he made movies like Leaving Las Vegas and he really could act. <laughs> but I already knew he was a great actor. So Pig was um kind of mediocre for me. But like his horror movie lately, like um Willie's Wonderland, Prisoner of the Ghostland, Color Out of Space, they're all like cheesy and schlocky in all the right ways. And they're prime examples of what I was talking about. They're all films that if he wasn't in them, they would not be worth talking about. But he just <laughs> elevates this material. Yeah. And he's one of the greats. And he should always be regarded as such. Yeah. Another one I liked of his is Mom and Dad. Um, I don't know. Oh, if yeah. You've, you've seen that one too? Yeah, that one's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was a lot of fun. <laughs> just seeing Nick Cage, like, freak out is always a delight. Attack his children. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Um but alright, so yeah, um that was good moving on though. Um and a movie that I recommended to you um was American Animals. And I think I overhyped it just because I said that it was as good as or as good as Baby Driver, just because and I shouldn't have said that just because you jerk off to Baby Driver every night. Um <laughs> well, and I set I, your I expectations why you said too. That. I set your expectations too high, and then you went into it with an attitude, and I get it. Nah, nah, and nah, nah. if I wouldn't Look. have said anything, you would have been like, oh my god, this is the best movie ever, but it's cool. You nah. have a part to play, and I get what you're doing. But <laughs> if you had said it was a better heist film than Baby Driver, I would agree with that statement. But... At better overall, Phil. Yeah, you're right. You you should lay off the crack, Mary. It's not <laughs> good for you. It makes you manic. You say crazy things. It's just all around not cool. All right. Well, let me explain why I love this movie, and then you can jump in. Um, this movie is, uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, a perfect blend of narrative storytelling with a documentary style storytelling. And, and they, if you don't know what he means by that, just think about the shit your mom watches every time you visit her. The true crime, dramatized bullshit no, you see on TV. No, no, no. <laughs> they blend it in such a way better way than they do in any of that shit. And they do what they, I love and almost rarely happens in movies where we get multiple points of view of the same story without it being like a multiverse movie or some bullshit like that. Um, because so many times where a movie has been based on real life events, I'm like, I know that there has to be 
a different recount of how you know people who are there they probably remember this differently like is this really how it went down how did they feel about this movie like i've always had those questions and this movie does such a good job of giving you a grand explanation of not only what happened but uh what happened from the point of view of everybody so you really feel at the end of the movie like you have a good grasp of what happened not only through the story but just through those points of view which i really really like and yeah like i said it blends it in such a way where it's not just talking heads that appear throughout the story um, you have the actors who are talking directly to the people that are real life. And it's just, it's so awesome. And all of the movie references were amazing. Like they referenced Quentin Tarantino, basically almost every heist film that came before this. And just the little dream sequence that was like an Ocean's Eleven type thing, I thought was really fun. And yeah, it was just, again, a nice to have a heist movie where it was based in reality. It really happened. It's not a super f- spy flick where you have somebody coming down on a wire with lasers everywhere. And it's just, yeah, I, that's just why I thought this was so, so good. Um, and again, if I wouldn't have said baby driver, you would have agreed with everything I had just said, but now, here's the thing. I do agree with everything you just said. It's just, the mileage is different for us. It is definitely the best version. I was joking about it being, you know, the dramatized made-for-TV shit. But it is that. It's just elevated to the best possible version of that format. And it is cool seeing, you know, them actually recreate the different perspectives. But, again, that's happened in the made-for-TV dramatized stuff. It's just... It's a format that for me doesn't really work. Um, what did work about the film, the reason I liked it, um, I'll probably never rewatch it because while the format was done well, it's not a format that I care for. But the things that I did like about it was it is a real life depiction of the people who are just like, well, let's watch. Let's try and do this because we've seen our movies. We could do this. Exactly. And what most movies who try to do this concept fail at, like Wolf of Wall Street, is even though Wolf of Wall Street tries to show that, you know, there was a fall from grace, it still ends with him getting out of jail and speaking to a room of people like he still has a platform an audience and options so it doesn't like seem that bad and you know that's all true it all really happened and it's really disgusting that rich people can do that but the thing that was most powerful about american animals for me was the final scene where you get to see the real life woman who um wasn't the librarian in the museum who was just like whatever you tell yourself to justify hurting others is just delusional and selfish and just having that that final perspective of that outsider that victim just being like what are you talking about this wasn't transformative this wasn't fun they weren't finding themselves they were violent criminals who hurt someone you know yes Yes. And like, <laughs> I so felt, I'm glad that you said that, like, cause so many other moves I felt like have tried to do that where like they show the characters watching movies and then acting like that. And it's just like, 
Yeah. And I really ended up hating the real life dude that was trying to push this as onto the others as much as I, and I can't remember his name, but he, I feel like when he was going off to become a filmmaker, quote unquote, who knows if he helped with this film, he just, I felt like had no sense of like, even though he paid for his crimes, it didn't feel like he regretted this and that bothered me. And it felt like he still had some learning to do. It felt like he didn't like, I don't know, grow from this, which I again worked for the movie because I don't necessarily feel like I needed to have him have closure because he was the main problem in general. But it was nice that the boy who, even though he the, brought it up first and kind of just got caught up in it, it was nice to see him feel like he had like accepted it, moved on and got closure with the whole situation and felt like he had found peace, which I was happy about. Um, but yeah, it was a, a good point about the librarian. I didn't, I wasn't quite thinking about her take at the end as much as the uh, other ones. For me, that's, if it weren't for that, I would have actually been harsher on this film because yeah, it was stylized. It was well-made. It does take you on a journey of sorts, but for me, where it falls short is um in a documentary, you don't expect there to really be, closure and when they do kind of wrap up the story it is nice but you don't always expect that from a documentary and you do always expect that from a movie and having this movie just tell a slice of life and then just kind of show the repercussions I didn't feel like it did have closure which Mm -hmm. is what I want from a movie you know Mm -hmm. and it's it's a unique film it's one that if someone was looking for a good heist film, I might recommend, but I don't think I'll ever check it out again. It's, I see why you like it. It is well made, but yeah, at the end of the day, it just didn't really click with me. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and I think that this one I'm okay with you not liking as much as me. <laughs> Um, but yeah so as far as heist films would you say this is top five for you though uh heist films uh, yeah. I mean it depends on how you judge it you know because if you look at my list for like top four or top action I don't have them ranked by what I think the best film is I have them ranked by you know, how good the action is or how scary the film is. Uh, um, so if I did make a heist list, this probably wouldn't, it wouldn't be the best film on that list. But yeah, as far as just a constructed heist goes, I would say top five would be fair enough. You know, it is cool to see the whole film lead up to it. I would definitely put it, yeah, I can't really think of anything else that does an actual heist better. I can just think of heist films I enjoy more. So, yeah, that's totally fair. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, that was basically all I wanted to talk about with that movie. Um, and so I feel pretty good about it. Um, and I definitely would recommend it. It is on Hulu, American Animals. Check it out. I am going to be buying that one soon. Um,